Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Exodus chapter 22. Whoever steals an ox or a sheep and slaughters it or sells it must pay back five head of cattle for the ox and four sheep for the sheep. If a thief is caught breaking in at night and has struck a fatal blow, the defender is not guilty of bloodshed. But if it happens after sunrise, the defender is guilty of bloodshed. Anyone who steals must certainly make restitution. But if they have nothing, they must be sold to pay for their theft. If the stolen animal is found alive in their possession, whether ox or donkey or sheep, they must pay back double. If anyone grazes their livestock in a field or vineyard and lets them stray and they graze in someone else's field, the offender must make restitution from the best of their own field or vineyard. If a fire breaks out and spreads into thorn bushes so that it burns shocks of grain or standing grain or the whole field, the one who started the fire must make restitution. If anyone gives a neighbor silver or goods for safekeeping and they are stolen from the neighbor's house, the thief, if caught, must pay back double. But if the thief is not found, the owner of the house must appear before the judges, and they must determine whether the owner of the house has laid hands on the other person's property. In all cases of illegal possession of an ox, a donkey, a sheep, a garment, or any other lost property about which someone says, this is mine, both parties are to bring their cases before the judges. The one whom the judges declare guilty must pay back double to the other. If anyone gives a donkey, an ox, a sheep, or any other animal to their neighbor for safekeeping, and it dies or is injured or is taken away while no one is looking, the issue between them will be settled by the taking of an oath before the Lord that the neighbor did not lay hands on the other person's property. The owner is to accept this, and no restitution is required. But if the animal was stolen from the neighbor, restitution must be made to the owner. If it was torn to pieces by a wild animal, the neighbor shall bring in the remains as evidence and shall not be required to pay for the torn animal. If anyone borrows an animal from their neighbor and it is injured or dies while the owner is not present, they must make restitution. But if the owner is with the animal, the borrower will not have to pay. If the animal was hired, the money paid for the hire covers the loss. If a man seduces a virgin who is not pledged to be married and sleeps with her, he must pay the bride price, and she shall be his wife. If her father absolutely refuses to give her to him, he must still pay the bride price for virgins. Do not allow a sorceress to live. Anyone who has sexual relations with an animal is to be put to death. Whoever sacrifices to any god other than the Lord must be destroyed. Do not mistreat or oppress a foreigner, for you were foreigners in Egypt. Do not take advantage of the widow or the fatherless. If you do and they cry out to me, I will certainly hear their cry. My anger will be aroused and I will kill you with the sword. Your wives will become widows and your children fatherless. If you lend money to one of my people among you who is needy, do not treat it like a business deal. Charge no interest. If you take your neighbor's cloak as a pledge, Return it by sunset, because that cloak is the only covering your neighbor has. What else can they sleep in? 
When they cry out to me, I will hear, for I am compassionate. Do not blaspheme God or curse the ruler of your people. Do not hold back offerings from your granaries or vats. You must give me the firstborn of your sons. Do the same with your cattle and your sheep. Let them stay with their mothers for seven days, but give them to me on the eighth day. You are to be my holy people, so do not eat meat of an animal torn by a wild beast. Throw it to the dogs. So in this chapter, once again, we have more legal principles and laws concerning restitution and some other things. Verse 1, whoever steals an ox or a sheep and slaughters it or sells it must pay back five head of cattle for the ox and four head of sheep for the sheep. So there's the laws of restitution involved returning more than what was stolen. I think that's interesting and um, a just punishment at that. And then in verse 5, if anyone grazes their livestock in a field or vineyard and lets them stray and they graze in someone else's field, the offender must make restitution from the best of their own field or vineyard. So if your land is misused by your neighbor, you're to get compensated. That's what the scripture bears out. In verse 14, if anyone borrows an animal from their neighbor and it's injured or dies while the owner is not present, they must make restitution. So these principles, friends, from these things came the ideas of lawsuits and restitution, financial restitution for those who had been wronged to be made whole financially. This is based on uh, these Jewish laws and regulations concerning restitution. There are also some comments on things we would consider social justice. In verse 16, if a man seduces a virgin who is not pledged to be married and sleeps with her, he must pay the bride price and she shall be his wife. Now, that's interesting that the provision was made for someone who was sexually active that they could be married, in fact, if the young woman had been seduced, but her family had to be compensated with the traditional bride price, and then the traditional marriage had to ensue. And so there was this provision within the law for those who had sinned sexually and yet wanted to behave honorably and marry, they could. God instructed Israel to provide special conditions for aliens living among them. In verse 21, do not mistreat or oppress a foreigner, for you were foreigners in Egypt. And this idea of aliens, people, um, undocumented immigrants, you might call them in our society, there was protection for these people. And God reminded Israel to remember that they once had been foreigners in the land of Egypt. So they too should have uh, compassion on aliens and foreigners. God also instructed Israel to provide for the widows and orphans, and this is consistent all through the Bible, including the New Testament. In verse 22, do not take advantage of a widow or the fatherless. If you do, and they cry out to me, I will certainly hear their cry. My anger will be aroused, and I will kill you with the sword. Your wives will become widows and your children fatherless. And so this idea of protection for widows and orphans, as I said, appears many places in the scriptures. The half-brother of Jesus, James, in the book of James in the New Testament, wrote these words, Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress. And so, Heavenly Father, we just pray for any orphans and widows that may be listening or any that we might know. Lord, help us to protect and provide for the widows and orphans we have relationships with. And Lord, for those who have no protection and no allies. We ask you, Lord, to remember the widows and the orphans. 
Lord, that you would make provision for those in need. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.